Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. like black walnut trees and there's another type of tree you gotta look this thing up it is it, it's, okay. it's got spots on it with a red back and they are fast as you gotta bleep me out bad word I'm saying <laughs> they're fast as hell and like you go to kill it and it just moves and they're they completely eat all the trees and vegetation they'll destroy anything so our communities have told us to kill them immediately when you see them but they're getting out of control you gotta check this out it's a lantern fly wow we had we just have murder hornets up here it's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk home improvement, healthy homes, and anything between the fences each and every week, and of course, in the middle of the week as well. Thanks for joining us today. Caroline and I are in the studio. Welcome, Caroline. Hey, hey, everyone. Happy week. How'd y'all do? Survived it again. And you and I have been so jammed busy. And, you know, I can tell when we're jammed busy when I have already blasted through my one terabyte (laughs) of Comcast Xfinity internet without watching movies or downloading stuff. When I've seen that we've blown that up already in a month and it's middle of the month, I know that it's been a busy time. Yeah, we've got a lot of content, a lot of things going on. Like, uh, how about uh, ski ball this week? I mean, I got Eric, the national. Well, actually, you know what I found out? It wasn't the national ski ball championship. It was a rematch. So it was like this, like preliminary matchup because I guess they couldn't have it last year. So that was like a rematch. So technically, I think the national title still belongs to Elon Futterman. But uh, Joey the Cat tried to pull out a uh, a win, and he did. What an amazing game, like ski ball. I'll be right? honest. I, I'm i on the West Coast. You're on the East Coast. So we have different games and stuff that go on. I mean, <laughs> I have seen this at Chuck E. Cheese. I've seen it at like the, the county <laughs> fair. But to be honest, I've never walked into a an adult facility and saw this. And I'm like, wow, this is the real deal. I mean, I've seen like cornhole and axe throwing and some of the other stuff out there. I actually, until this last week, did not know this was a thing, but it was yeah. kind of cool. They're trying to build it up too and make it like an ESPN event. And it was, it's actually fascinating for those of you who don't know ski ball, you know, you're basically rolling balls right up in this alley. And typically you see them at the boardwalk, right? Or maybe something yeah. great adventure will have them and anywhere there's, you know, entertainment, right? Amusement parks, stuff yeah. like that. And so I learned this word, it's called hundy or hundo. Yeah. Hundo. Right. And that's when you score the little hundreds in the corners. Like, and I'm like, what is a hundo? Like, that's like now it's like the word of the week. <laughs> Everything's there. I was shocked at how 
detailed this was because it was so detailed. I had a being a first time watcher. It was hard to go. Okay, well that's a what? Oh, there was like all these combinations you could get, and yeah, then there was like a like bonus hippo. with it. I was, was like, like the hippo fish. Like, oh yeah, God. I was like, what is this? And so <laughs> it was kind of cool. It was different. I'm like, that would be kind of fun in a bar, you know? I mean, I get that that was what that was, but I was like, that is something different. This you guy, know, Joey the Cat, who was like the national championship, he rolls these up into the 50 hole. So you're rolling these balls like he's a machine and he just keeps rolling them up and popping them in and popping them in. It's yeah. like, oh, my God. And it's the skill. But this game like, went how- for like two and a half hours, I think, didn't it? I mean, it was like a whole match thing. It, this was like watching. This was the ski ball like soccer match, you know, where it was like, all right, now we're going into round three, three. you know. It was, like a, it was like a cheering. boxing match, I mean, you know? It's in a bar, so they're having this thing, and there's all these people cheering and holding up, like, those giant fat heads with each of the national champions' heads. And, I mean, it's it's really fun. Like, it was fun, fun stuff to watch. So, And it was on um, It was YouTube. crazy. 5,000 yeah. people were watching it on YouTube. That's a lot. I was impressed. I was impressed. I was impressed. We get well, one we're going to talk today. On. Yeah, let's get them on for the midweek special or something. We'll, mm. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out the inside details on this. <laughs> So, and, and by the way, if you're listening on the radio, the midweek special is where you catch the podcast, which you can do anywhere you catch podcasts or just over at our website, aroundthehouseonline.com. Well, today, Caroline and I were talking about talking about exterior projects a little bit because something that we haven't really done a deep dive into in a while and uh, talk about doing some of those exterior things. And I had a funny story this last week that was kind of funny. Mm. And I was... I haven't even told Caroline this story that I was even going to tell her that story. So that's how crazy this is. And I got pictures of it. So I'll post that up on the, on the Facebook page, but we were moving uh, Julia's oldest daughter, my wife's oldest daughter from one apartment to the other this last week. And of course, as every 20 year old, she miraculously picks the 102 degree day to, to do the afternoon to do the move, but <laughs> that's, that's just, just Murphy's kid. law. So I was sweating <laughs> to the oldies, but you know, it's like, ah, I love the kids. Guess you just got to go along for the ride on this stuff. But So we do the do the move, but I'm like, where are all these squirrels going to? Well, this apartment she was in, I was shocked. I'm like, where are they going? And there's just like rock, 80s rock wall with the rock. volcanic, you know, mm-hmm. rock wall that's all with mortar in it. These squirrels are running up. I'm like, where are they going? There was a hole about the size of my fist. And it was like the world's biggest multifamily squirrel nest in it where they had chewed through the soffit. In the build. So it was in her, where was she moving into? Like a house, a building? It was a place she was moving out of. And there was, what there was is there was a staircase and there was a cover that came down over the staircase. And this was the end wall there that was holding up the staircase. So when you walk down the stairs, there was a kind of an end wall to keep the rain and stuff from coming out. It was in that end wall. That (laughs) whole probably, what, 16 foot high wall was packed full of squirrels. And I got a really cool picture of, oh of the squirrel's head poking out of it. I mean, I was, I'm like, okay guys. Um, what's funny is, is this thing is literally 20 feet from the main office door. And I'm like, I've been standing here looking for five minutes and standing that. here, just paying attention to what's going on. And there it was that quick. I'm going to show Caroline a picture here because this was... He's getting it on his phone. I'm getting on my phone here because this was so... There's the squirrel (laughs) poking his head out. It looks like a monkey. It looks like a little monkey head. Oh, my God. That's crazy. He's just staring down. (laughs) But see, that's the thing. That's one of the biggest things when you're talking exterior projects. It is so smart just to walk outside 
and spend a half hour staring at what's going around your house. Oh, 100%. And even, you know, to do it in a rainstorm or to do it in some kind of torrential downpour is even better because then you see, is something coming over the gutter? Is the the roof leaking right? I mean, you need to do these things because we just sort of ignore it. And it tells you a lot about what's going on inside for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's one of those things that you see it and it's, for instance, I like to go out and I can, I can watch, I'll stand out like right now outside, I'll go out on a sunny day and spend 15, 20 minutes and look, what do I see? I'll go, oh, wow, there's a wasp nest up there or a hornet's nest up there, (laughs) you know, or you'll see, you know, you'll see stuff going on and you're like, oh, I got to deal with that. Hey, that woodpecker has been attacking that part of the house. I've got two places of woodpecker damage on the outside of my house where they're attacking it. And so the same kind of thing, you get that rain all of a sudden with the rain coming down, you're like, oh man, that gutter's overflowing. I never saw that. Or even worse, I've got a pool of water that's going to drain away pretty quickly, but it's up against the foundation. Or how about my mulch? My mulch is smoking or misting. Smoking and puking. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Eric had misting mulch this weekend. That was interesting. He had a, he's like, okay, he calls we'll me. talk about that. I want to talk about the next segment because that is a, we'll talk about it when we come back because that's an important one. And it was kind of a cool deal. I got a semi truck full of mulch for free. And I'm going to tell <laughs> you how to do free. it when we come back because nothing's free. Hey, oh, well, it's, it, it was free to me and the company had to pay a fee to drop it off, but we're saving and it was money. Misting. And, It was misting. misting. And so what happened was, is I had this, it was a pile of wood chips. And this isn't like your normal bark mulch, right? That you would get from the landscape place. This is all chewed up tree stuff. So I needed to have something around the house where it would be a good soil amendment. Because right now we haven't had rain in my area for probably, geez, what, 60, 65 days? Not an ounce of rain. Not enough to even get the ground dirt. So anywhere the dogs are playing in the backyard where I don't have grass, because my backyard is forest, I've got this just powdery dust everywhere. And I wanted to put something down because next year we're going to be doing a bunch of bringing a bunch of topsoil and really remaking the backyard. But I need something that's going to, well, keep that under control. And two, that can break down and be a good soil amendment to it as well, Mm -hmm. because it's typically pretty clay soil. So I got these wood chips, which are basically just what comes out of the back of a wood, you know, a tree services truck. So, you know, they got the big, um, you know, wood grinder that's back there, the chipper shredder that you see like from Fargo and they're putting all the different, (laughs) (laughs) different tree branches and stuff in. in. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a service we'll talk about when we come back that will drop those off for free and it's super cool, but you just got to realize that you're getting a whole boatload of them when you get it. But <laughs> as they're sitting there in the hundred degree heat, they're steaming because all of the leaf particles are breaking down and all the moisture that was in that tree. So we were reading I mean, about it's a that, six right? foot as, high the com- as this compost, as compost breaks down or even debris like that, it starts to actually, yeah. the bacteria can cause this mist to come off. And the first thing yeah. you're worried about is obviously where Eric lives is fire, right? Because that's, we see smoking, smoking mulch all the time here. And we're like, uh Oh, you know, when it, especially it was a hundred and some degrees out. So that's the first concern. Make sure it's not smoking. Cause they can look the same. Then realize. Yeah. It's mine mixed. was definitely steam. Cause I had sunglasses on and I'd leaned, leaned down with my shovel to get into it and they'd fog <laughs> up. So I'm like, okay, that's moisture, not fire. You not know? Fire. But, Oh, 
brutal. Hey, and we come back, I'll give you that secret of how you can get this to your house if you're trying to control some soil. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. weekend thank you for joining us as you can tell caroline and i are having a great time in the studio here we're trying not to actually stay on topic and have a great time here <laughs> we've been laughing floating <laughs> oh, yes there it goes eric's mulch has just imploded <laughs> oh my god whoopsie <laughs> so yeah mulch is doing good so here's what i did we were talking mulch here in the last segment so I got a, there's an app called chip drop and it's just get trip, get chip drop.com. <laughs> Say it again. Say that chip, fast. chip drop. Say, yeah. Chip <laughs> drop. So these guys are really cool. Now there's something to think about it. They're going to come in and it's just a tree service, right? A tree service will pay money to go to the landfill, to recycle all those wood chips when they come over and trim your trees and stuff. So what these guys do is they actually have a thing where basically that tree company We'll pay these guys 20 bucks and they drop it at your place for free, <laughs> which is awesome. But you just got to remember that it is going to be like six or 10 yards of this stuff. So oh my, my pile that I got in my yard was about the size uh, and height and length of an F-150. Oh, my God. Yeah, you and call so me. It's a like, massive amount. You're like, there's quite a bit of chips out here. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. I mean, I knew that we were going to have that. So I, I was ready for that. Because they, he, I will say the good thing with these chip drop guys is they warn you and go, uh, they're not going to drop a little off. They're going <laughs> to oh drop God. a truckload and it's going to be a lot. And so <laughs> this is where maybe you want to get your friends together in the neighborhood. If you only need a little bit, you know, figure it out because you're going to get a, a big semi truckload of stuff dropped off. So, so depending on how much it is just around dry areas or could you use it as mulch? It's, it's not like mulch. It's bigger than mulch, right? Mulch is more Well, fat, it's the same size up. depending on the size, but it's, if you think about it, when you get that bolt, that, that mulch you get, it's, that's all bark, right? So that's the bark usually coming off of trees that are in sawmills. So it's all just the outside bark layer of a tree. This stuff is wood chips, almost like what you'd see for animals or things like that and bark and a little bit of leaf in it. So mm. what's cool is there's no additives or anything to it. It's just literally no, that's good. the complete chewed up tree. So for me, I wanted something that's going to break down fairly quick, but it's going to keep soil erosion down. And if I can put that down, the weeds won't come back up because here in Portland, we have this huge dry time of the year. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that when September, October hits, we get into rainy season and we have four or five months of rain. And if I don't have any ground cover over that or anything, it's going to be a mud, mud pit. Yeah. And, the and now dogs, you got the puppies, the puppies, are, yeah. well, he's got a puppy and a younger dog. So they're yeah. gonna be covered in that. Yeah, they're absolutely covered. So we're just going to try to keep that dialed in. But anyway, chip drop is a cool thing. They have no 
sponsorship here of the show at all. They just, uh, I got on looking around. I was going to pay a couple hundred bucks to have it delivered. I'm like, wait a minute. This is exactly what I need. And woohoo, it's free to me. So that was awesome. And it's been a lot of good exercise. And it was steaming. (laughs) So hot. It was steaming. (laughs) So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whoa. But I do have one of the Greenworks powered wheelbarrows, which are cool because I can load up stuff in it. And since I've got hills and stuff, it what's made it a the, lot easier. Uh, pow- what's their powered wheelbarrow? So how is that different? What is it? So you think it- of a wheelbarrow that's got maybe one or two wheels up front. This has yeah. two wheels up front that are powered. Yeah. And then there's a third wheel in the back and it has two handles and a throttle and it takes a, one of their Sweet. lawnmower batteries and man, you could power and go up hills and <laughs> super easy so it makes makes that job so much easier and uh don't have to worry about pushing it or even balancing it so it's a lot easier on your body for doing and if you got young projects. kids i can imagine that's a pretty fun like remember i remember going for a wheelbarrow ride that was like the whole big thing now they got powered these kids are like yeah. stoked <laughs> i'd be using this if i was going to like the swap meet to go to a, you know when you're walking around in a swap meet or something be great for that because you could just haul stuff around and it's powered and Dang. you don't have to worry about it. Haul the kids around, not a bad thing, even though it's not meant for kids, I know. But uh, that don't would be good. Well, so anyway, that's kind of one of the things that uh, getting that dirt under control has been big for me. But, you know, some of the other stuff that you really need to pay attention to around the house is we're coming into wintertime. So, you know, you want to stay on top of these maintenance things. For instance, right now, my biggest bane of my existence is my fir trees up here right now that I have around my house. Since we've been so dry, speaking of that, my gutters are getting full about once a month right now. And it's just been a battle. I get we've had a lot of debris, too, though. I don't know what's going on. Like, I've noticed I've just had to do a lot of like cleanup around the house just from debris. That's just like settling. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing like, you know, just slight leaves and dirt and and all these spider webs are happening. It's just this time of year where everything kind of starts to go into this weird mode and they, they start to accumulate. We have these lantern flies. I don't know if you have them out there. Do you have no. a lantern fly? No idea oh. what that is. These things are like, first off, they've come over, I believe from China and they're com- they completely eat like black walnut trees. And there's another type of tree. You got to look this thing up. It is, it, it's, okay. it's got spots on it with a red back and they are fast as you got to bleep me out. Bad word, I'm saying. <laughs> they're fast as hell. And like you go to kill it and it just moves and they're, they completely eat all the trees and vegetation. They'll destroy anything. So our communities have told us to kill them immediately when you see them. But they're getting out of control. You got to check this out. It's a lan- lantern fly. Wow. We, had, we just have murder hornets up here. <laughs> We're doomed. Like what's going We're on? We're doomed. Yeah, we have the uh, Asian murder hornets here, which have been, you know. Have you seen one? They're big. They're like as big as my thumb. No, no, they're way up north from us, but I've seen them on the news because they're big news here because they're they're north of Seattle and they're trying to keep them up there. They're into British Columbia right up on the border up there in Blaine. They better. So they're trying to keep them down in that area and and they're trapping them. And because what they do is they eat all the bees and wasps. So we don't want to see them taking out the bee population. I've got some wasps around here and they could take out so I don't run out of the studio again. That would be good. Put there we go. Let's talk about it. that as well. Hey, when we come back, let's talk about Caroline's wasp pro- program here and get rid of them. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. 
Today's indoor air quality tip is brought to you by Pyramid Heating and Cooling and PyramidHeating.com. Gas and electric cooktops and ranges can add more indoor air pollution to your home than any other item. Your range hood needs to be correctly vented all the way outside of your home. Make sure it's not vented into the attic as that can create more mold and pollution issues. The recirculating hoods don't do a great job of removing those pollutants and moisture from your air. You want that all vented outside. When you're cooking, make sure you're using the hood to get all that bad air outside your kitchen. If you have a larger hood over 400 cubic feet per minute, make sure you have makeup air to replace that air. An open window can be helped, but there's nothing more efficient and helpful than a great functioning range hood. To thrive in the great indoors, visit pyramidheating.com. Oregon CCB 59382. Make sure and tell them Eric G sent you because they work on my house. That's pyramidheating.com. This is Farewell Angelina, and you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. talking everything exterior today on the show we've been having a good time in here and uh making fun of ourselves while we're doing it right caroline (laughs) we were we're talking lantern flies yeah i again we don't have them here in my area but man in the northeast they're moving around up there the spotted lantern fly alerts that are up in that way it looks like new jersey pennsylvania those areas have got a you guys are getting nailed up there with these things they're destructive and they're fast as heck. We were talking about in the last segment. They what do they do? They jump. Yeah. They so look- it says they 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 jump even though they so what they look like. Let's I'll back up. They look like a little moth, but they're about inch long, half inch wide. But the moth has like this yellow and black body, is what it looks like. And then there's this red and black like wing to it. Spots, there's yep. these other black and white and then kind of khaki colored spots it's a funky looking it look- does it looks like a piece of art it does right it does it look like a piece of artwork but it nasty. does but yeah it says here that uh if you see one it's imperative to immediately report it online in in pennsylvania and if you're not inside the quarantine zone but it says what else kill it squash it smash it get rid of it and it says mm-hmm. in the fall, these bugs will lay masses of 30 to 50 eggs each. And uh, don't let them take over your county. So if you see those things, do what you can to kill them because they're nasty. They will they will kill trees, vines, crops, and any other types of plants. They are, I mean, they're out of control. So obviously we're not doing a good job because I'm seeing them everywhere. And then you try to kill them and they're fast. Like they jump. Like from one like stoop to another. I mean, it, the thing jumped like ten feet. I couldn't believe it. Time to get out the chemicals, Caroline, and spray for them. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll just come have you come smash them with your hammer. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> hammer time. 
uh, I had, speaking of outdoor projects, and you're, you're going to laugh at me and say how bad I was, and I get this. This was like 10 years ago. I had this house up outside of Seattle, and I was cutting down an old tree because it was in the backyard. Had this green belt. Had my chainsaw out. I was cutting it down safely, and it was it had been dead for a long time. The top had broken off. I mean, it was, oh, probably six or eight inches around, probably 30 feet high, nothing too big. And I'm dropping it down. As, as I noticed the tree falling in the correct location that it was going to go, Uh-oh. I saw the hornets flying out the broken off top of that thing. There was a hornet's nest in the top oh, of that thing. Shoot. It was like a freaking cartoon. And this black ball comes out the top <gasps> of just the mass of the hornets. And man, I have never thrown a working chainsaw so fast <laughs> and ran. I This was a cartoon. I am, how fast can I get inside the house? <gasps> so I get inside the house, get the sliding glass door, slam shut and not four seconds later they're bouncing off the no way. off the, the window door. trying to go for me and Holy. i'm like oh man so you cannot outrun a hornet people like no we we're just having yeah, this discussion I, I, over the I, weekend i was looking up so i had a i had probably 50 feet on it and i still had to get another 50 feet to the house mm-hmm. Was so the chainsaw the running? Did you out, just throw it running or what? I mean, what oh, yeah, I hit the off button as I threw it. Oh, you did. I was out there by myself, so I knew I wasn't going to hurt anything. It wasn't the best for the saw, but at that point, who if cares? I had to put a new chain and bar on it, I was cool. Yeah, I didn't care. I'm out, I'm out of here. <laughs> so I get inside, and so I went out my garage, and I go, what do I have? And so I had a, uh, a hose-in sprayer of bug killer, like cutter bug killer for your lawn. Oh my God. So I waited about an hour and then I went out and just, I nuked everything out there. I hosed (laughs) everything down and they were falling out of the air. I was just fogging the whole thing and, and didn't get stung. But uh, I know that was not the most ecologically thing to do. Just putting bug killer everywhere. Unfortunately, there's some there's some reasons there are bug killer. I'm not completely anti everything. I mean, listen. No, I know that, but I can't was get just stung by like a million hornets. End up in the yeah. ER. I was like, nope, <laughs> not doing this. And so yeah, that was uh, that was the last time I took a big tree down too. Because after that, I'm like, yeah, I'm just bringing the pros in. They can get stung. <laughs> I, I got lucky there. Lucky tree guy. I got lucky there. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about deck safety because this is one of those things that. You know, I talk about it in the spring and I've always brought it up in the fall is that hundreds of people get hurt every year walking on that wood deck that's attached to the house. And so many people don't realize that the average lifespan of a deck outside is about 15 years. Really? I thought it was longer. That's crazy. No, I mean, it can be longer if you've if you've done maintenance to it. But maintenance. how many people do we know that they build the deck up, they put the stain on it, it's wood. And maybe every two years you should be restaining it, but maybe they do it every seven or eight years. You know, they just start looking weathered. Mm-hmm. And many times people didn't attach them to begin with. So one of the biggest problems that you see is where that ledger board underneath the deck, so it's the frame, is bolted to the house. Yep. And I can't tell you how many times I've looked under there on houses I've bought or I've wanted to buy, and there's just nails there. <laughs> and those nails are what's gonna kill somebody or get them hurt. And when you see on the news the deck collapsed and people fell, 
almost always it's that connection that failed where it pulled off the house. Mm-hmm. So always follow building code, but I want you to get underneath that deck and do, you know, a couple times a year, you should do a quick little inspection of it to make sure everything's looking good. Because what happens is, let's say you've got the deck off the top story and, you know, you got a, um, a backyard that's down below and that upper deck if that is nailed in up there, I wouldn't put anybody on that deck until you can make sure that that is securely bolted or using a construction lag screw that, that yeah. is attached to every single stud along there. I had this happen when we bought the house that we live in. Um, that was it. I mean, we had a lot of people up on the deck. And then when we went to remove the deck, we realized, oh, my God, it was barely attached. Like, I can't believe people yep. didn't like... I mean, it was two stories up. So you're talking about a deck that, you know, you put 50 people on. It could easily collapse. So, yeah, take it seriously. It's, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is, yeah, I want you to make sure is make sure the railings are good. If they move at all, then you need to beef them up mm-hmm. and make sure those railings are attached. Because all it takes is, you know, somebody up there having a couple beers. They got the barbecue in their hand. They're leaning up against the railing and their beer sitting up on it. And yep. you got two dudes my size. And all of a sudden the railing lets go. And... They're already leaning up against it, and they're going to a wild ride. Here she blows. And then you got a problem. So that's one of those things that I really spend that time, do that safety inspection. I don't want to see anybody get hurt out there. Because especially when, you know, we've had all this weather across the country. If you're down in the mm. in the south desert, desert southwest, you've had tons of rain from the monsoonal stuff this year. Up here, we've got a desert heat so we've been the sun's been just beating everything down you guys have had everything from heat to storms to major flash flood you know what you need to check too another thing for outside projects um if you've got fireplaces if you have chimneys you need to throw some seal on there because what happens is that block starts to breed a lot of moisture and as the moisture will come in it'll just pick it up you know you these are porous surfaces so when you're looking at people often say oh i've got leaks around my fireplace i have leaks around my chimney that water will just come right in and it'll start to you know, run down a beam and you'll end up with it in the center of your house. So you really need to put some sealer. You know, I usually use a water-based sealer on my chimney and I try to do it every year, but I haven't been up there probably in the last two. But you know, tr- throw some sealer up there and make sure that you've got that block really sealed well. That's a great And be project. careful because like red brick in some areas, depending on the red bricks, some of those red bricks don't want to be sealed. They want to be left to breathe. Mm. So you've got to be careful with your, the type of block, you know, like concrete block. Yeah. You want to keep that sealed up really well. It's the red brick that you got to be a little careful with, depending on the kind of red brick. Yeah. We Some of those things you chimney. only want to seal up against the. We used it on the chimney. Um, our, our contractor recommended it um, because we were getting water coming right in through and it was, it's a traditional block, you know, a, a brick chimney. But yep. um, he recommended the water-based, and I was yep. a little hesitant to put it on, but it really worked well, and it, it keeps that nice. the extra moisture just – and we're not talking about the flashing part. We're just saying it comes right through. You know, it sprays up, and it comes yeah. starts penetrating through that brick, and it did, it did the trick, and, you know, no smell, nice. no odor, just keeping out that extra moisture. Exactly. So uh, I, would, I would get with your local mason and figure out exactly – with what you want to do with that, because there are some sealers there that'll trap too much moisture in that mm-hmm. brick. Yep. And what happens is, is then when it comes around to wintertime, you got to be careful with, because if it's in there and then that 
moisture comes down through the top. So let's say you've got water coming down, soaking down through that. Yep. If it traps it behind there, what happens is, is when that freezes, it can blow the brick out. Do it. Yep. And deteriorate and deteriorate the whole and thing. And so you, that, then you've got that brick that looks like it's just all falling apart. And that's how you need a new chimney. So it's not as simple as what it thinks it could be, but it's just one of those things to uh, make sure that you're good with that. And speaking of ceiling, when we come back, let's talk a little bit about that roof stuff, because if it's been dry, like in your area right now, in my area, uh, roof leaks can be a huge problem and that can create a whole mold thing. Let's talk about that just as soon as Around the House returns. Hey, it's Eric G with Around the House. Are you looking to grow your business? Need a spokesperson for your company? Maybe an MC for an upcoming trade show, or maybe you wanna up your game and shoot some promotional videos. My team of experts would love to chat with you. Head to aroundthehouseonline.com and fill out the contact us form and we'll set something up. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we're talking home improvement every weekend. Thanks for joining us. Hey, make sure you hit us up over at Around the House Online. That is where you'll find all of the stuff with the show. That is where we've got the podcasts. We have any contests that are going on over there. That is where kind of the home base for Around the House. And make sure you check back there every single week. We've got a new contest coming up too. We do. Let's talk about it. Should we let that one out of the, let that out of the bag or should we wait till the next hour to do that? Uh, it's up to you, but we do have a new contest coming up. This is going to be, we're going to make it really super easy for you because Eric wants to make it easy. He said yeah, he made the last made one too hard. hard. <laughs> he thinks you guys are stupid. No, I'm just no I actually just think that, you know, everybody's Lazy. busy and I made it too hard last time. I put too many hoops in, you know, for our, for our Tom Cruise hoop fest <laughs> oh man we're good we're good ah, help me tom cruise but- <laughs> i do love tom cruise no we can talk about it. that was the answer tom cruise he's my he's my i love i think he's like i'll see you in another life with our cats. when we are both cats <laughs> i'll be a cat with you tom cruise you want my number there we go. So we're going to be giving away a uh, Panasonic VentFan. We'll talk about the details of that next hour. But That's uh, exciting. I mean, these yeah. are amazing fans, guys. Bathroom I, fans, Vent fans. Panasonic has never paid me a dime ever, and I've used those for over a decade. And I, I love too. those fans. They, uh, they work so well. I've used them on all my projects. Um, probably the biggest complaint that I have is they're too quiet. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about, you you know, you want a loud fan. I mean, talk about your fan, you know, the one, the old one you've gotten downstairs, right? Yeah, let's talk about, we'll talk about that next hour with Panasonic. Let's do that. Let's, let's talk about that one. Let's not let that cat out of the bag too bad. But yeah, in the powder room downstairs, you want it to be noisy. And for me, the master bedroom, I want it to be silent on the master bath. Yeah. But, you know, you want some noise. I mean, I don't know. We always called them a fart fan. Can I say that? Yep. You can say that. Hey, but there's a reason there's a fan, you know, it blocks out certain noises that we don't want parlayed to the group when you're in, you know, the bathroom. You know, they're so quiet. You can hear. So, okay. So I'm going to talk to Panasonic. Remind me next hour when we talk to them, I want to ask them to come up with a smart fan that has an app that you can 
hit the noises too. So it's got its own soundboard. So it can sound like a, maybe when you're going to the bathroom, you can sound like a truck going by, right? <laughs> I want sound. I mean, I love the quiet fan. Don't get me wrong. I have yep. to go in sometimes and check. I have to see if it's on because I can't hear. It's so quiet. But when I'm in there doing my business, I would like a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Whoa, I think I felt that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we could sit there and, you know, <laughs> we could have some fun with that, you know? Anyway. <laughs> That's a fart fan. <laughs> That's a fart fan. <laughs> so we'll talk about that next hour, so don't change that dial out there. Well, let's let's get dive back into the house here and get the outside wrapped up a little bit. One of the greatest debates, which I always struggle with at my house, because I, I have a traditional <laughs> contemporary two-story house. <laughs> it's like an explosion came out of my butt. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> so uh, I have a traditional two-story house with a crawl space down below. And, you know, our humidity here in Portland in the summertime is traditionally super low, so I don't have a humidity issue. But <laughs> I've lost Caroline now. She's got the giggles. <laughs> I'm sorry. She has got the giggles. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're having way too much fun. So let's talk humidity for a minute because okay. that can be the bane of our existence in a crawl space. And I always debate with people, you know, like right now, I have most of my crawl space vents closed up. Mm. Um, and I've done that somewhat to keep, because we have a carpenter ant issue in the woods. And so I try to keep those. And of course the mesh are big enough that a carpenter ant can actually crawl through. So I sure. keep on the more wooded side of my house. I've been keeping those closed in the summertime and then, you know, fall time, I'll tend to open them up a little bit more when our humidity gets up. And so I maybe do it a little bit different. And then when we get into the cold, I'll put them back in. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of backwards, though, because the, the thing is you want to make sure you open it and close it according to humidity. So if your humidity is over 50 percent, you yeah. want it closed. And but you want a dehumidifier on. You cannot sure. close the space up and then not put a dehumidifier on if your humidity is high. You're going to get mold and growth and all kinds of funk. So you need to make sure that I, I like a weather station. I like some kind of device that's down in your crawl space or basement just to tell you, you know, mm -hmm. just look at the humidity. If you're running low, you can open it up. You're clear. But if you, you know, get humidity, I don't like that you're opening it up when it's humid. That's not a good Yeah, sign. I'm actually opening it up when uh, I tend to open it up when it's dry. And yeah. then the wintertime is our humidity is our humid stuff. So I tend to tend to really close that up when we get into the into our rainy season. You yeah. Know? But I, I probably, to be honest, in my house, need to jump in and just put a dehumidifier down there and I'll get and, you one and close it up and just I'll say, okay, Eric that's what we're going to do. Dehumidifier, he needs one. There he's got every go. other gizmo, and he's got the most important thing he doesn't have. We'll have to work on that. Yeah, we got to work on that. See, even I can be one of the offenders out there with that in my house. So, but uh, yeah, that's one of the things I and it's it's just part of the challenge out there, and that's. The other thing before we go out to break that I want people to keep an eye out for is rodents and pests mm -hmm. because yeah. like my neighborhood right now, I've got a neighbor next door. She's awesome. On the other side of her, we have somebody that has been doing a really horrible job of, of putting 
uh, peanuts and bird food out on the ground. And so we have these oh. massive rats running around Gross. in the woods right now. And so uh, we had a, I gave our local uh, pest control people to the, to the neighbor there. And so they've got a bunch of bait traps and stuff out there. They're trying to, trying to get them under control. What did I tell you I had the other night? Oh, bats. yes. Bats. I've got bats. bats. Now, I have a house that I've battled bats. I don't know. Do we have a long? We don't even have a long enough time. We'll have to talk about this like in the next hour, next week. Yeah. Let's talk about this next week. Let's talk yeah. about that next week because we got to get to Panasonic coming up here. But uh, yeah, that's bat beep crazy. Yeah, it is. They got They got to go. Let's talk more about rodents and stuff on that because bats, you've got a big bat problem right there. We're going to have to go out to break here in just a second. Let's talk about that. And hey, make sure you tune in to the next hour here. Don't turn mm -hmm. that dial. And if you're on the podcast, make sure you just hit next here because we're going to be talking with Panasonic and how to keep that humidity outside of your house. I'll be honest. I have a Panasonic fan in my bathroom right now outside of my steam room in the shower and it just crushes it. And yeah. uh, when we come back, let's do it. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around the, the House. Come on. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.